Christian Broadcasting. Wake up, Bahamas, to this good morning and put on your thinking caps for Think on These Things with Senior Pastor Teacher of Calvary Bible Church, Alan Lee. Good morning. I invite you to think with me once again on the biblical text found in Exodus chapter 20 and verse 15. Thou shalt not steal. And the derived thesis that stealing has become such a national problem of epidemic proportions that it now actually characterizes our society as a whole. I believe it has become a way of life for us as a people. And unless recognized for the social cancer it is and corrected, it could be a major means of destroying our nation from within, morally speaking. Now today, we turn our attention to corporate or collective stealing. And again, I draw upon the resources of the Biblical Studies Foundation for much of my comments today. There are many ways in which one can participate in a theft that is perpetrated by a group, corporation, or a business. For example, some large businesses can steal either by fixing prices or manipulating the market or by using their power to pay inadequate wages to their workers. They can also provide unsafe or unhealthy working environments which produce profits at the expense of the employee's health. The hiring of illegal immigrants by small or large businesses far below standard wages is an example of corporate theft. This too is a form of breaking the commandment, thou shalt not steal. Many attribute the origin and existence of labor unions, for instance, to a large degree that is, to industry's gains made at labor's expense. However, labor unions themselves quickly adopted the lust for power and greed of big businesses themselves. They too have stolen by the misuse of their power, by threatening a strike or other adverse actions which could economically destroy a company, severely cripple a nation, or impose undue suffering on citizens. Unions have been able to demand wages and benefits for workers which they have not earned. In other words, labor has gained at the cost of big business and the community. This too is a form of breaking the commandment, thou shalt not steal. And it is both management and union that go this way. Governments too can and do steal. Governments can actually employ unfair and exorbitant tariffs to, to steal from people. Tariffs can be levered on certain goods so that higher prices must be paid simply because they are in demand or because they are used by citizens on a certain economic scale or level. Bahamians could also be forced to pay higher prices for inferior goods or, on the other hand, they could be deprived of the ability to sell their goods and to make a living due too low a tariff on certain goods imported from outside the country. It is also possible for the majority of a country's citizens to impose unfair taxes or other penalties on the rich simply because they are rich, so that in effect a legal governmental function of taxation could be used for the poor to rob the rich. Likewise, the rich can use their influence and power to oppress and rob the poor by manipulating and misusing governmental power. For instance, in socialist and communistic countries, appeal is made to the greed of the masses, encouraging another and even of a new government which will disenfranchise or take the property away from the rich and give it to the poor. Functionally speaking, this is stealing. 
It is also a gross violation of the citizen's right to private ownership. Such dictatorial seizures, begun as an apparent benefit for the masses, soon backfire when the government begins to seize the private property of the poor as well. Again, as it is always claimed, for the overall benefit of the masses. This principle holds whether it is the majority forcing its will on the minority or vice versa. It is still a form of stealing one's private property, and God calls this sin. But there's also religious stealing. One could also call it Christian stealing. This form of stealing, in my opinion, is undoubtedly one of the worst serious forms of stealing. The reason is simple. Such stealing either robs God, robs in the name of God, or robs in a way that implies God is our partner in crime. Let's consider robbing God first. We rob God whenever we hold from Him what is due to Him or what belongs to Him. We rob God when we withhold our offerings from Him. It must be remembered that everything we have ultimately belongs to God. We are only stewards or managers of what He has entrusted to us. In this connection, and listen to this quote now from a Biblical Studies Foundation article. Quote, I would suggest, says the author, that whenever we treat ourselves better than we do God's servants and God's work, we are withheld from Him. Thus, Haggai, the Old Testament prophet, accused the Israelites of robbing God when they lived in paneled houses while the house of God was in shambles and incomplete. That's Haggai chapter 1 verses 2 to 4. To put the matter a bit more personally, when we find our own house is in better condition and better maintained and furnished than the church building, and I am not saying that the church building is God's house, mind you, but we are in danger of robbing God, end of quote. However, perhaps the most frequent and flagrant way in which men rob God is when we fail to give Him the praise which He deserves. In Romans chapter 1, verses 18 through 21, the unsaved are condemned for failing to give God praise. In other words, they were stealing praise from God and giving it to themselves or others. Failing to praise God for what He has given to us is a form of stealing from the glory of God. My friends, perhaps we should expect this of unbelievers, those who have no faith in God, and that's what Romans chapter 1 is all about. But the tragedy is that Christians also fail to give God the praise and adoration He deserves. This too is a form of stealing from God. My friends, this command that God gives us, Thou shalt not steal, is all embracive of all of our life and all that we do. We continue next time. Until then, this is Pastor Lee saying, Sila, think and act on these things. Your one source and leading provider for total business solutions in the Bahamas is ready to provide you with sales and service with a capital S. For 65 years, the Armory Company has remained on the cutting edge of technology in Nassau and Grand Bahama while partnering with technological giants like IBM, HP, Canon, Kyocera, Diebold, and Pitney Bowes. Factory-trained technicians ensure that we service what we sell is a slogan said with truth and confidence. At the Armory Company, you'll find surveillance, counterfeit detection, and point-of-sale systems, business equipment, and office furniture. The Armory Advantage. 
Multi-discount furniture and rooms to go Montrose Avenue has the largest selection of household furnishings, baby furniture, appliances, and linens in the Bahamas. Dining room sets and dinettes, entertainment centers, TVs, desks, tables, and so much more. A wide variety of drapes, rugs, and linens, too. Very economical refrigerators, freezers, washers, dryers, microwaves, stoves, and gas and electric. Save up to 30% and more every day. Free delivery in Nassau and to our Family Island customers to the vote of your choice. Multi-discount furniture and appliances and rooms to go Montrose Avenue, Nassau. Palmdale Vision Center has relocated to number 86 Mount Royal Avenue, just north of Home Fabrics and next door to Shirley Heights Gospel Chapel. Our telephone number is 325-3585 and our hours of operation are Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 p.m. We look forward to serving you even better at our new location. So stop in and see us today. Remember, we care for your vision as we would our own. That's Palmdale Vision Center. Don't miss the Kanaka event of 2009, hosted by the Evangelical Association of the Caribbean in partnership with the Jamaica Association of Evangelicals. Mark your calendar and attend Kanaka 2009 at the Jamaican Pegasus in Kingston, Jamaica, October 26th through the 29th. If you would like more information, you can go to www.caribbeanevangelical.org. You've been listening to Think on These Things with Senior Pastor Teacher Alan Lee on ECB, Excellence in Christian Broadcasting. We look forward to being back with you again this afternoon at 3 p.m. right here on 107.9 FM, your inspiration station with programming designed especially for you and your family. So until then, continue to think on these things. May the Lord guide you and His love inspire you this day. Think on These Things is a production of ECB, the radio ministry of Calvary Bible Church. Excellence in Christian Broadcasting.